Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Hey, Jeff. I got three words for you. Just going to start this out different because I need to see your reaction. Three words. Well, actually, one word in the name. Sleeper. Lamar Miller. Go. The words sting my ears. So you don't agree? Well, I don't say that necessarily. Just think about it. I know. He is. He's a starting running back. He is dipped far below. He's a starting running back. His backup's coming off an Achilles injury. You don't just recover from Achilles injuries very easily, do you? Lamar Miller's currently 25th in the rankings. I mean, that seems slightly sleeperish in a way now. Don't you don't you think? I mean, I think it's, I think it's actually pretty good value for him at that point. Right? Yeah, it, compared to where he has been in the past. You don't know what to say cuz you no, I'm, you're, I'm, I'm you're really, a terrible you're you are I, like, I really uh, do dislike that player. I just always have. I always thought mm-hmm. he was overhyped. But he's he not is, hyped at all no, anymore. No, he's not hyped like, at all. Like, he even, like, just completely not. I mean, okay, Foreman looked good in his final game before he got hurt. But he had an Achilles injury. I mean, it's the guarantee he's going to be ready to go. You know, I, there's absolutely no guarantee he's ready to go this season. Who do they have other than that? I mean, Think about this. You got Lamar Miller, who is going to be the main back in an offense run by Deshaun Watson. I, I mean, come on. You're this is you're you're really, I'm making you think here, Jeff. I, feel I am, like I'm I'm really I'm I'm struggling with this one because on one hand you're absolutely correct. Any other he player is, in this situation, is, you would right, right now be like, yeah, he is very low. Uh Lower than he should be for being a starting running back. And yes, even though I like Deontay I mean, Foreman, he he is coming off an injury. We don't really know. Their offense should, obviously with Watson behind center, should, you know, be good. You know, maybe it won't be as, quite as dynamic as it was for this first, you know, whatever games before he got hurt. But on this this side of it, he was, Miller was not good last year. Like he truly fell off a cliff. Okay, but he was also he was better when Sean Watson was the quarterback, right? He he was better. Okay, maybe not. That's I, I actually don't know. Okay, he wasn't. That <laughs> I was like, bad. I would okay. have to look at. He was. I guess you could say he he did have his. Let's see here. His top four rushing outputs. There were top th- like four rushing games with. Um, Lamar or with, with uh, Deshaun Watson out there. Not special. 75 yards, 74 yards, 65 yards, 61 yards. I know it looks ugly, but it's just, it's just a thought. It's what just with like two touchdowns. Yeah. He had three, well, he had three touchdowns on the year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know it's a rough one to start the episode with. I mean, I, I totally get your point. I, I If they had Deontay Foreman, I would be probably chips all in, but you're absolutely right about his injury. I don't know. And Lamar Miller, man. I mean, what he averaged last year, and it's not everything, but 3.7 yards a carry. Yeah, it's not not great. I mean. But, I mean, it's not like 
the yards per carry. I mean, Melvin Gordon's never high in yards per carry. Le'Veon Bell yeah, wasn't yards. This guy uh, doesn't uh, get uh, short uh, yardage situations usually either. Maybe he will with the John Watson now <laughs> with a <the> better <laughs> offense. Yeah, the there's five, nobody. Ten. If Foreman's not ready, I mean, who else do they got? Tyler Irvin, Alfred Blue. It's yeah, you, going to be Lamar Miller. He's guaranteed work. Almost like we. I just. I don't think Foreman's going to be ready. I don't. That's a tough injury to come back from and to be to be good right away. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Just an interesting, an interesting player that you might just be able to pick up as a. Especially because, okay, he's currently ranked about 25th, I believe. Because he's obviously, if you're down there, people are going to be picking the rookies. And he's actually ahead of Sony Michelle, Royce Freeman. People, are, Those guys are going to go ahead of him. So he's going to be down there and just forgotten about. And you might be able to just snatch him up as a bench player. A bench player who, a bench running back who's going to get 15 carries a game with a dynamic quarterback. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I know. I don't want to agree with you because but I, any I other hate player, it so much. any yeah. other player, you would. I, I do. It, it is intriguing, without a doubt. I, I really have to. I, I will watch this one a bit carefully because I just he was so bad last year. I, if they had another option, another way to go, I think they would take it at this point. Maybe, that, that's what they, that's what worries me. I mean, they could go sign like Demarco Murray. If they, yeah, I mean, okay, they, what if they, they did really sign could. Demarco Murray? What would you? <laughs> oh, then yeah, I would be down. <laughs> I'd be all about it. Yeah. <laughs> Jamal Charles. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if he can even run. He's but, visiting. Yes. Who was he visiting the other day? The Ravens or something? Uh, Saints, right? Yeah, a couple different. Yeah, there's a bunch of running backs going to uh, New Orleans, I believe. Yeah. To, to work out. Yep. No, oh, yeah. Um, Terrence West was one of them. Yeah, who wants to be yeah. behind Ingram and, and Kamara? Yeah, why not? Well, just Kamara for the first four games. Yeah, that's Lamar Miller. I just say keep an eye out. Like the, he's one of those guys that's just completely overlooked right now, and I think he's better than Alex Collins. I'll just say that. <laughs> All right, I have my hate for Lamar Miller, but I, I'm pretty sure your uh, your Collins hate is starting to <laughs> starting to take over. Would you draft Lamar Miller or Mark Ingram? Mark Ingram. Even with the suspension? Even with the suspension. Even with Kamara? Yes. Lamar Miller or Carlos Hyde? Ooh. <laughs> I do not know what is about to happen with that team. Don't either, yeah. Um. My God, that is a tough one. I guess, uh, I, yeah, I guess I would go Lamar Miller there. Uh, Lamar Miller, Only because Kevin Coleman. No, I, I, oh, no, I would go Tevin Coleman on that one. I'm I, on the Lamar, Lamar Miller yeah, side. I, I have a little bit of that for my heart, though. Lamar Miller or Deion Lewis? I mean, I, I guess I – my gosh, that is really, really – these are very, very tough. Yeah, because it's just you – And also, you, I, are I, you I, trying to think right now, If is your the, hatred for Lamar Miller blinding you from real value? A, a bit. Yeah. But at the same time, I really – I feel like there's going to be more at play. I, I have this strange feeling that – before the season starts, they're going to, you know, some big news is going to come out. Like, either they cut him or you find out Deontay Foreman is healthy. And and Miller is all of a sudden a backup that also doesn't produce. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, I wish I had Tevin Coleman. Yeah, I wish I had Carlos Hyde. Yeah, I wish I had all these guys. So that that is kind of where my head's at. But if, if he was the starter, 
he's going to get 15 carries a game or whatever it may be, 12 to 15, then yes, he should be valued over a Carlos Hyde who has a three running back committee. Yes, he should be over a backup Telvin Coleman by a little bit. <laughs> so, yes, you do have a good point, but I hate you for it. Yeah, I thought I did. <laughs> I just had to had to see what you thought. Okay, how about some other just we'll talk about some random guys here. This is just a kind of a free for all episode. Um we started by talking about Lamar Miller, so how about some guys just some random player cuz Lamar Miller is one of those guys that you're done with. Like it, it's one of those guys that you're just you're done with. You're not getting the guy on your team anymore. Is there anybody else like that out there that is just kind of I'm done with you. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Can't draft this guy anymore. I just don't no matter what, I just don't want this guy on my team. Um Yeah, I mean, I've gotten to that point with Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Who's gonna be the next guy? <laughs> yeah. And I've I've talked about it a lot. But even even when he is healthy, and but, I'm doing air quotes, but even when he's healthy, he's just holding you ransom the entire time. You don't know if he's gonna start, if he's not going to. So it's just not worth it to have it even on my team. With his better value right now being eleventh ranked. Yeah, I mean, he's intriguing there, but even there, um, I th- I'm just off of it. And yeah. I, I realize there is value there. Don't get me wrong. If you wanted to take it, that's totally fine. But at the same time, I think that um, I can use that bench spot for someone else. And yeah, I don't know. And he, there's, I just think there's no possible way he makes it through a season without getting injured. It, it seems the odds hard are so low. to believe, you know, that yeah. he won't be able to. And do I really? I mean, also, that's kind of how I build my team. I, I rarely have a backup tight end. To begin the year. Yeah, I never do. Well, I I might if Jordan Reed <laughs> falls Jordan enough. Reed. Yeah. All right, what are some other guys? Like, Hold on, what about you? Has anyone uh, just burnt the bridge so badly you're not going back to him? Or you just hated him from the get-go? I don't feel like I have any hatred in my in my heart. <laughs> what about, you literally just got done talking about Alex Collins. <laughs> I don't hate Alex Collins. He's just a guy I don't think is very good. I don't think he's very good. I just don't. And just nah, I don't think he's a very good player. Honestly, I think you know what? As much one of those guys that I'm just gonna I just I can't draft, even though I like the player, is Amari Cooper. I'll say it's because of his value is where he's going in drafts. He's one of those guys that I can't ever have on my team. I'm avoiding I was big on him last year. I still think he has a potential to break out, but I'm staying away from the guy no matter what in any situation. I can't find any any way he's ever on my team, basically. I'll say that. Because yeah. it's, it's I think he's talented, but I just his value's too high. Yeah, I mean, he's burned me in the past. Kind of, an, I mean, I, I look at some of these players that I think that they're ranked correctly. But what do you feel about someone like Marshawn Lynch? Oh, I'm just he's he's not even on my radar. Right, exactly. Like so, I don't even think about drafting him. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's the guy. Yeah. yeah, I don't even. It's not even anything against Marshawn Lynch. It's just I don't care about Marshawn Lynch. I don't. I just don't care about him. Don't know. I don't know. Like he will never. If he's in the draft, like I will go far. I'll go get Tariq Cohen. I will draft any of the Green Bay running backs. I don't know which one. I'll draft one of them. I don't. I don't even know. I don't. No one knows. It's Aaron Williams or Aaron Jones. Is it Jamal Williams? Who is it? Is it Ty Montgomery? I don't know. Who Who knows? I don't want Marshawn Lynch. I'll get anybody. I'll draft Duke Johnson, C.J. Anderson, probably. Man, I'm, I'm moving Marshawn down my ranks. <laughs> because I'm not even ranking him like that. I'm ranking some of these guys below him because I do know he probably should be there. I just don't want him. I don't care. I just you know, you're not going to be that good. 
So I don't, know. I don't care about you. I mean, I don't care about you, Marshawn. I'm there sorry. Are, especially <laughs> wide receivers. There are a lot of them that I find just like that, which I, I, I love Marshawn as a player, but he will not end up on any of my teams. Yeah. I just don't think he would drop to a place where I would, okay, that, uh, that's worth taking a shot. But like a Robert Woods. Yeah, he will just like, never end up on my team because I just don't think about it. That's the same thing. Me, Manuel Sanders is like that to me now too. Manuel Sanders, that's a just good like, one. I don't care about you, Manuel. I'm really sorry, but I just don't. I do care about Sammy Watkins though. But, you know, but intriguing. But if Sammy can't put together a season this year, he will become on my list next year of players that I will never touch. Finally. <laughs> That, that's it. I'm well, he, t- he finally dropped a bit to where I'm like, okay, I, I can see someone taking a shot at him. But for the past how many years, I've been just stay away from him, dear God. Yep. Um, I'm just putting Sammy on notice right now. Just you got to perform this year. I am sure, sure he's listening. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Um, there's just, yeah, a couple of the guys like that. <laughs> Say one of them for me. I don't know why it's Cooper Cup. I have this weird thing against Cooper Cup. Don't there we it, go. That is a, a good one that you do have a little bit of hatred for. I don't know why. I, I, I can't explain because so it, many people love him and we can't figure out exactly why. I don't think he's like that good. He's good. He's a yeah, solid NFL wide receiver, but fantasy wise, I just I'm not in love with the guy. I I'm not. And there's not much of, I don't know. I'm just I'm not at all. Yeah. He got a lot of love for being a third wide receiver on a team with a you know growing QB. And he did fine. He was yep. definitely worthwhile having. But it kind of played out in his favor, and I think people are read into that a little too much. But yeah. I do – I mean, he definitely has upside. Okay, just talk about random guys. This is a good episode. Yeah. How about – do you have any interest in Jordan Matthews? He's another guy that's been kind oh, of man. like one of those guys that's burned people for years. He, he burned me a bit. I, I'm staying away from him as well. I, even even with, when, even if Edelman's not if, – say if Edelman did, did get suspended, if he is suspended – I mean, Jordan Matthews is there. I mean, I mean, don't you have Malcolm Mitchell? They have and, a million guys. Yeah, I mean, it's it's intriguing, but my um, the possibility of someone that that rose so quickly and then fell to like pick them out and say they still have it. I mean, that that would be. I have to like fight against that urge to say, hey, he can be something again. Yeah, I, I really don't think he's going to be. So I, I will just stay clear. I would rather take a. Uh, I'd rather take a risk on. I mean, he's got to be so deep into the draft, though. I don't even know who I would take instead of him. But Dante know, Moncrief. Oh yeah, I would definitely take. <laughs> he's a, another one of those guys. I would, I would take a flyer on Moncrief um, over him for sure. About one spot below Jordan Matthews right now. Jordan Matthews is eighty second. Brandon Marshall eighty third. He's an interesting guy. He is now. Know. He is now. Yeah. I, he's a overlooked guy, even when he's you know not <laughs> shoot. I, I don't know what to expect. Is he the number two there? Again, he should be, right? Behind Baldwin. It's him It's him and Baldwin and then, you know, Lockett well, out there. Yeah. I mean. Is that what it's going to be? Lockett would be someone that truly intrigued me, but I, I've, he he truly has burned me every year because he can't stay healthy. And Yeah, I mean, you would think he they're going to keep him on the outside. So he will be technically the number two, you would think. Uh, I think that's going to be more about you know, formation than it actually is who is designated the wide receiver to. Uh, it, but they and they throw the ball a ton, that running game, until I actually see that up and running, <laughs> no pun intended, I will not trust that it's actually going to go anywhere. I, I, I have nothing against Penny, but, man, they were so bad at – their line was so bad last year that they're going to have to throw the ball a ton. 
And in that case, Marshall could do some damage. I'm not saying that he's going to be a standout, but the fact that you can get him so late, you know, who, who knows? Maybe we haven't quite seen the last bit, of, you know, that was in the tank. It sure looked like it, though. <laughs> if I'm being say. completely honest, that last year was a debacle for him. Or, yeah, who knows? I don't know. I'm gonna, he's going to be – I don't think he's even drafted. I wouldn't, I don't, I, I wouldn't I, think so right now. I think you would have to see something. Yeah, and what are the chances we're going to see? We're not going to see anything early on, so I don't know. Some interesting good news I just heard. I just saw a little thing about uh, Chris Godwin making a lot of plays every day, shined in minicamp. I talked about Chris Godwin a couple times, so I just want to throw that out there again. Chris Godwin, remember him. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be better than Deshaun Jackson. Who Deshaun Jackson? There we go. <laughs> Do you care about Deshaun Jackson no, at all? Do you I, have ne- any- I never have. I, he's not fantasy relevant to me. And I don't know. What do you think about that God, one? God, I didn't care about okay. him whatsoever. I know. Some people really, really, like yeah, Mike some people Wallace. love him. But. I just remember that. Like, oh, Mike Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> Those kind of guys, I just don't even, I just say avoid all of them. Yeah. And there's always a possibility they could strike. But I would, you know, the percentage that you put your pick somewhere else that will turn out better is really high. Yep. All right. I just like talking about guys that have burned us in the past. How about Devontae Parker? I'm I'm not off of his bandwagon not yet. quite yet. Still, I think still maybe, maybe something. Yeah, and I, I think this year would be the one where we figure it out. Uh, last year, you know, uh, Tannehill going down, they get Cutler, um, they release it or they trade Jay Ajayi. Like, everything was getting tossed around in the beginning of that year. And I, I, he still has the size, still has the skill. They still talk relatively high about him. So I'm not saying I'm going to invest, you know, a high draft pick in him, but I, I I am very interested to see where he goes this year. Yeah, you've been a big supporter of him. I so am. are you? I mean, I'm I'm higher I think than most on him yet, but not like I'm not like overhyping him whatsoever. But um, actually, I'm not even. Never mind. I'm looking at his rank. He's 39th right now. People aren't completely forgetting about him. They're just not talking about him much. It's kind yeah. of a player. I mean, if you got him as your fourth, fifth, what fifth, especially fifth wide receiver, I think that is that's awesome. I think so too. I I think there's potential there. That's what I want to get with guys down here. So like Randall Cobb, my guy, who I like. Mm-hmm. Is there any interest in him, or has he just done it? He's been sucked too many times. No, no I could I, I could see myself throwing him at the end of the bench. Um, I'm probably not going to go out of my way to target him. Like maybe you will. Um, but yeah, there's definitely it, it's intriguing now that Jordy is not there, and yep. and Aaron Rodgers is obviously still there. It, it frees up some some much needed targets that were going to Jordy. So interesting, yes. I don't I don't think he's going to return to you know being anything spectacular, but I think he he could turn into a wide receiver three or something. Yeah, I just think any if if he's a, a what the second wide receiver with Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback. You got a shot. Yeah, without a doubt. How about Mar- Martavis Bryant? He's another interesting guy who we got hyped up last year. But obviously, him and Roethlisberger weren't on the same page at all. There was, they, they weren't. So, can this guy's talent be used in Oakland? Like, with uh, lining up by with Cooper and Jordy. It's interesting. He's an interesting guy, especially with the way I know he really is. I would, I would normally say no because he was in such a good situation and he just messed it all up. But if you were going to go to a team 
with a young quarterback, you have the size and all that skill. We know he can t- catch a lot of touchdowns. Normally, I would say oh, he's going to be a boom and bust guy. He'll have one or two weeks where he really does well. People will freak out, put him on their team. But the thing that makes me just a little bit hesitant to write him off completely is the fact that you have Jordy Nelson, who disappeared last year on that team, and Amari Cooper, who disappeared from his team last year as well. So you could have um, the opportunity to really shine, especially in the red zone, and make up points really quickly. With saying that, I probably won't have him on my teams, but I understand (laughs) the thinking at least. What do you think about him? Mm. Not terribly interested, I would say. You know, I'm just too boomer bust for me. And I stay away from those kind of guys anyway. Do you think he's going to have any impact whatsoever on Oakland? You know, he. I think it might be more for the other guys, really. Just to, if he just takes away some of the, you know, it's just a th- outside threat where you have to at least respect it. I just don't think there's enough there for him necessarily to become an everyday in every week fantasy value. So that's kind of why I think he, I think he's just going to help all the other guys maybe a little bit. Hopefully I think he'll, he'll be on better page with his quarterback. Most likely just, I can't see him not if he's not Gruden's not going to have him stick around. So he's still there as of now. So he must be doing something. Okay. So far, but all right. Some other, let's see. Is there any other, okay. I got a random question. Even though I brought this guy's name up a little bit ago. Cause this shows how much I don't care about him. Who does Mike Wallace play for? <laughs> I, my immediate I wanted to I was like oh Baltimore and I was like no that's not right anymore <laughs> tells you how much we care yeah I mean I didn't care about him last year either to be honest I know I just had a feeling and, and, I had a feeling and it was I mean he was fine last year he actually put up some good weeks but <laughs> <laughs> how old is, how old is Mike Wallace now <laughs> I think he's 72 <laughs> um what do you have, how old is Mike Wallace he is now uh 31 that's it? Man, I no. thought he was a little bit older. God, he's younger than us, Jeff. <laughs> I mean, oh, man. I feel old. Yeah, he plays I mean, for the Eagles. Yeah. He, did you know that? He, Eagles. Uh, uh, which, did, you, did you know that? No, I, I truly <laughs> did not. Um, if I'm asking the questions, maybe because I thought it was a little interesting. I'm like, oh, wait. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot yeah. myself. I, I truly was like, oh, yeah, Baltimore without a doubt. And then I realized that I forgot that uh they released him. I, I don't know. What do you think about that one? I mean, obviously, we do not care about him. No, I don't care about him. But he has, what, wide receiver three on a I team guess. that throws a lot of touchdowns? Yeah. It's not out of – I don't know. I nah. Right now, this is my thing, I guess, when I, when I talk about that. I know the Eagles score a lot, and this is completely a tangent. But right now, um, even Nelson Aguilar is very, very far down the list. People forget mm-hmm. he did really well last year. They're not thinking it's a trend. They're thinking that it's a you know a one-year wonder because of how well they did offensively. Um, you know, they're worried about Wentz, all this stuff. You know, if if Nelson Aguilar is that low, um, you shouldn't even worry about Mike Wallace. And you should definitely grab Aguilar late, which would be a great flyer. Not even a flyer. He'd just be a great pick that late. Yeah, he's kind of where where is he going right now? Forty fifth. So yeah, he's down there. He's and he played really well last year. He really yeah. did. Was he a top? Was he top twenty? I, I think so. I think he, ended, yeah. he must have ended up around there. I think he had like seven, eight touchdowns. Yeah, he he was good. He really was, and he'll have. I mean, he's giving me a good offense with a. I mean, with a probably a top ten running back, right? JJ. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I, he, he's, I like, I like his value. I say that where he's going to go. I think that's a very solid value for him. So I like that. Ah, let's see here. Anybody else? Just random players to talk about for this episode. <laughs> I don't really have many others. I'll just say, oh, I just feel bad almost in a way. I just read a little report that Brichard Perriman has struggled to drops this off season. Oh, man. It just doesn't get better with That Perriman. guy, yeah. One of those just never, never happened, and it won't happen. Here's a question for you. Right now, Julian Edelman is ranked 33 as far as wide receiver list consensus ranking. If he actually was to be suspended for four games, which right now I'm thinking he won't be, but you never know. If he was suspended for four games, what does that do for his value? Is he worth picking up or do you wait for waivers? I don't think I ever cared about Julian Edelman before. I mean, I really don't. <laughs> I mean, he is. A, this is where people are going to start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This one, because he, but that's, he's that kind of guy that I'm just He's like, also kind of like, he, he's very consistent. He's kind of like a, a less productive Baldwin, if you will. Maybe okay. I would throw him on my team for a minimal value in an auction, kind of a thing. And maybe I'd stick it. But I have, I'm terrible with that, where I get really impatient with my bench, <laughs> and I would hate to have Julian Edelman on my bench for four weeks. Yeah, well, I think I that, don't know why because he's I, he's fine. He's a good player. I don't know why I don't I don't have this thing against Julian Edelman. Well, I think that is a we could almost have a different podcast for this one, but I, I feel like that is a very good point though. And the way we talk about these guys is for depending on how we build our teams as yeah. well. Yeah. So actually, what, how do you think of it when you're filling up your team? This will actually be interesting to me too. When you're filling it up, who you're actually looking for? Are you? I mean, do you pretty much load up with, um, you know, two guaranteed guys at every yeah. position and then you fill in with what? Like possibility, upside? Are you, what are you looking for? I mean, I definitely, like I'm early on, I'm definitely going sure things. Like I'm not playing around. That's honestly, that is why I won't have Delvin Cook on any of my teams this year. I get it. I know he's good, but it's to me not enough of a sure thing. I just, I think I will avoid it. And same thing with actually LaShawn McCoy. He becomes not a sure thing for me right now. So I avoid it. And that's why I'd probably go for somebody like uh, Jordan Howard, who seems like a sure thing as like a second running back. So I look for safety early. I just kind of want safety. And then, yeah, I do. I always want to just mix a couple rookies in always. Then a couple guys, then I'll get a couple, like a Randall Cobb, like a Marlon Mack, who've not a Mike Williams, some upside players who have been in the league maybe a year, a couple years. That's kind of, you know, I've learned, I feel like I used to get a lot, some of these other safer players later on too, but I feel like I don't use them. I don't care about them. Yeah. And that- I've, I've started to really like, why do I, I don't want the veteran who I know doesn't have the upside. Yeah, and that's kind of how I feel about Julian Edelman to okay. get back to what we're talking about, yeah. right? Like I look at it maybe like a Pierre Garçon. Like, yeah, he's okay, he's solid, he's going, but and maybe you could say with the offense that people think is going to be better, maybe there's a little more potential. But I just don't see like top end potential for him. So I don't, I, I don't know. I just I don't have a use for a player like that on my team. And I'm not gonna. I'll rank him. I will probably get players that. I'll probably end up getting a player ahead of him, maybe that I rank he I ranked him ahead of them, but sometimes that might happen once in a while. Where I know this he's probably he as a the chances of him outperforming the guy, you know, like a, even like Devonte Parker. Chances are Pierre Garcon will outperform Devonte Parker if you take percentage wise. But Devonte Parker has that just so much higher ceiling that if it happens, it wins you a season kind of a thing. So Pierre Garcon's not going to win you a season. He's going to fill you. He's just going to be a solid 
role player, which at that position, he's ranked similar probably, I'm guessing, to... um, Okay, yeah, that's right. He's three spots ahead of Corey Davis. I'm getting Corey Davis every single time because that should be your wide receiver three, not your one or two. You should have a safe one and two. And then you're going to go Corey Davis right there over Pierre Garcon, aren't you? Even though it's not ranked that way. Yeah. yeah, So that's just kind of how... Those kind of things, I'm always, if it's close enough, I'm going to probably go with the, not with the first round, obviously, <laughs> you know, first couple rounds, but later on, definitely need some youth on your team. You definitely have to get some kind of potential there because you don't know which one you're going to hit. Like last year, you got Alvin Kamara and wait around and I tried to trade you for him, but that's the kind of players you don't get rid of early on. <laughs> no. Yeah. And well, there's also, <laughs> I mean, a little bit of luck that just this one I thought I'd there was just too many backs in the backfield, so I thought maybe they would trade one. Yep. Most logical is, you know, AP or Ingram. So, yeah, yep. a, a bit of luck, but yeah, you, I mean, you go for talent, especially later on. Here, here's another name for you. What are you thinking about Robbie Anderson now? Yeah, he's, a, he's an interesting guy. I think the value on him, again, it's all about value, is actually pretty decent right now, where you're not going to risk much of anything to get him on your team. I mean, where is he now? 40th, about 40th, probably, which isn't, that's not bad. That's yeah, 40th because he does have potential. That's for sure. No matter who's the quarterback, I think if it's McCown, if it's uh Darnold, I, I kind of, I mean, his legal issues seem to have cleared up. So I don't think there's a concern there. And he was pretty dynamic when he had an opportunity to. So, okay. He's, he's around a similar spot of like a Jordy Nelson. Yeah. So. Last year, and this want, was with McCown, just yeah. to you know, preface it. He was 17th ranked yeah. wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Right now, he's going for 40th. He still has McCown. Supposedly, people think, you know, yeah. Darnold should be as good. Uh, you know, you never know that. I I don't think so the first year, but all right, he's the number one wide receiver. Here we go. Here's currently in the ranks. Emmanuel Sanders, Cooper Cup, Jameson Crowder are all ranked ahead of him. Mm-hmm. I think I want him over all three of those guys. Yeah, I think he's a, a very good value pick now. Yeah. Jamison Crowder is another one of those guys, but he's solid. He's just not going to find his way into my team. I don't think there's much potential there. To, yeah. To really, he has, his ceiling isn't terribly high. He's going to be a solid role player for you if that's what you need or that's what you want. But I don't want that anymore beyond my first couple, you know, places because I think you can get that kind of value anywhere. Yeah, they were. I mean, it's, it's hard to tell because. They were so bad. I mean, their offense really, really was just all over the place. Maybe. I mean, what, Alex Smith there, the guy, you know, I feel like he could catch a lot of passes. So, like, in a PPR league, maybe he does hold some value still. But, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with you. I'm trying to, you know, amp him up a bit because I feel like we're being too harsh on Crowder. But at the same time, he, he doesn't intrigue me enough mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. I, I just wouldn't put someone like that on my team. Yep. All right. I think that's it. for. I don't, I don't got anything more. I think that's about it for this episode of the podcast, which I don't know what this episode's titled. It's just an episode, but maybe you can just title it Lamar Miller. Right, Jeff? Lamar Miller. No one's going to click on that. Great value. No, I definitely, I will stay, his name will stay out of my, uh, out of the title, but just remember Lamar Miller and the fact that he is a starting running back with probably no competition that you can get in like the sixth or seventh round. Either that or Deontay Foreman is being very undervalued. It's one or the other. Or he's just hurt. 
Yeah, that too. All right. I think that'll do it. We'll talk to you guys next week. 